All right, we back, we back, we back. <sighs> Never left. I've been here. Y'all just ain't seen me, huh? Yeah, it's good to be back. I mean, I'm in my house, but good to be back with you guys doing breakdowns for the UFC. But I haven't been following any UFC stuff unless it comes from you, the team, or Pops. Mm. <laughs> so then I get like, that's how I get most news. But this fight, I knew about like four hours before and I was just like, <gasps> I was like, oh, let's go, let's go. And instantly my brain's like, Don't shoot, should I go? And then the next day we got Kamaru versus Hamza. And I was just like, ah, I got to go. Because even you were like, yeah, we could just do that. And then blah, blah, blah. And then go Saudi. But my, for me personally, it's just social battery. And also I kind of just want to, you know, remove myself away from the UFC scene for a little bit. I've just been enjoying myself. But I'll do this for you guys because I love you guys who fucking after every fight, the next day, boom, you're waiting for the the reaction or whatever. So you guys... You know, I don't want to let you guys down. So yeah, that's why I'm doing this. But it would be it would have been fun to go. I mean, it's still time, but <laughs> I'm I'm excited though. I'm excited because this is unprecedented times. This is what we're made of. This is what champions are made of. This is what legends are made of. This is a stuff of legends, legendary status. Books already exceeded that for me because I know the guy. I'm biased. I, he's been doing that for a long time. But from the public eye, from the Brian Ortega fight, that's when they were like, I think most people were like, okay, he's legit. He's that guy. He's yeah. him. But before we dive into the fight, okay, um, okay. I guess we've done an announcement and some messages. I guess announcement of what. Just that I was special, like, you know, we've been back for a while. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you're not dying. Everyone's like, oh, I'm alive. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I mean. Nah, but even doing this, I'm like, uh, I don't mind because, again, I appreciate you guys. You guys here on YouTube, you show so much love that, you know, it, yeah, it's it's good warm fuzzy. So I appreciate that. And again, I don't want to let you guys down. I know you guys look forward to this. And yeah, this is my way of, you know, staying, staying in the loop, I guess. On that note, though, mm-hmm. let me just increase this camera. Size, grab the box. What box? Oh shit! Yes, on that note. Well, this is cool. This is um, we've already done a hundred thousand about the plaque. Um, but this is cool. This is a million, the million plaque. Ah. Boom! That's fucking cool. This is honestly cool. I I really appreciate this. Um, but again, I'll be honest. This isn't possible without you guys because you guys are the ones. Tune in, like I said, after every UFC fight, you tune in for the for the reaction, because I guess it's kind of like a cool hangout because you can relate. Thank you guys, thank you guys. You guys have, you know, helped us change our lives. And you know, shout out to Stay Hydrated, the Goat. That's my that's my brother, that's my dog. He as well. I'll, I'll say one thing, you know, he he made a highlight of myself of my UFC career, and it was like forty minutes long. Shit was a movie. And that was what I was like, man, this guy is the GOAT. He's the best. Like, I've never seen a highlight like that, even to this day, of myself that was so well edited, so well put together and produced off clips he's found on the internet. And just the details, he's just the best. And I'll, I'll, I'll give him an idea and be like, right, this is this is the framework, the blueprint. Add your spice to it. And he'll do it. All my UFC intros, the, the visuals you see, that's him. So shout out to Luca. That's my brother. I love you. And also shout out to Jeff. The slug, Saint Liar, Saint Liar. He says I can't say his last name right, but this nigga never say my last name right, so it's the same. Nah, shout out to Jeff. I love him. He's been my friend till since 2015. Been filming me since then. Also, you know, I love his footage. Is in my Starbender movie. Um, but yeah, Jeff's just. I say it like he's the Jane Goodall to my my eightness. He just knows how to watch and see. Okay, this is I can film him now. He gets the best out of me because he's my friend. And yeah, now this is what I like because like you know we've built this platform worldwide, and now he works 
for Meta, for Mark. He works for the Shark. So even when he told me, I was like, bro, of course. Like, we built this platform so we can get opportunities like this. So now he's living out there in Silicon Valley or wherever and working for Meta, making headways for himself in his life. And I'm so proud of him and I love him. And yeah. And last but not least, boom. Thank you. I love you because without you, honestly, without you, this wouldn't happen. This wouldn't exist. This wouldn't be a thing. Um, because everyone always told me, oh, you need to get a YouTube channel. You need to get a I'm like, uh, I don't want a YouTube channel. I don't want to have to. Da, da, da. And then this nigga, so I was like, okay, I'm gonna take charge. He decided, like, right, we're making a YouTube channel. He produced it and made it what it is. So, mwah, thank you. I love you. And You're welcome. yeah, no worry. Right, we're still making moves. Ooh, oh, yeah, yes, yes. This is it. Sleeper fight. Yeah, so Mikhail, um, you know, in that last fight that he had, he's bro, like, his knee. Tap. Yeah, I saw partial tear in the MCL, and then he submitted the guy that tried to submit him. Yeah, he's uh back and good to go now. Yeah, um, tough yeah. opponent. Also, Tim Elliott's no slouch. Tim Elliott's a veteran. Tim, you gotta watch his fight with Mighty Mouse. That's one of my favorite fights of his, where he just like went. Scramble for scramble, if I recall, so long ago. But he matched Mighty Mouse, but maybe just a step behind. But he was just able to keep up with him. That's one of my favorite Tim Elliott fights. But Tim Elliott, he's that guy. He's game. Um, I like his style. I like the fact that he doesn't care. He just he fights recklessly, but also with pure technique. And yeah, Mokaev, this guy's, to be honest, future champ in there somewhere. And Tim, my manager, always said, next champion. And, I, and I, after seeing the way he fights and the way he carries himself and the way he, just who he is. I can say that as well. I can say like, yeah, I see him holding a belt sometime down the line. And he's young. He's really young. So he's got, yeah, he's got time to do it. Within the next five years, I can see him holding the belt. Definitely. Uh, that's my sleeper fight. Okay. Uh, stack meter. Ooh, it is very top heavy, but I'll give it a, I'll give it a 10. I'll give it a 10. Just 10. Can't give it a 10. Nah, fucking the boys on there, man. And this is also not just him, him and him. And the fact that they both just, Took the fight on short notice and just said, fuck it, let's yes. go. Um, yeah, stack meter, I'll give it a 10 or a, a 10 on the main card, whole card overall, I'll give it a nine. Okay. Oh, this is the guy that, um, homeboy thing. Okay. Uh, comes out beat in ABC or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't take that and ended yeah. up knocking him out. Um, I know he had a fight in the UFC, had a head kick knockout. No, um, I've actually got it queued up here. Roll the tape! Yeah. Oh, God, here we go. Oh, my God. Okay, it wasn't a head kick, it was a what elbow. I don't see what kind of elbow. Missed the first one. Boom, one two. Oh yeah. It was a one two. Dang. Down the pipe. So Ikram was supposed to fight Paulo mm-hmm. before these dramas. Really? Uh, yeah, let's talk about well, let's talk about Paulo. How many fights did he pull yeah. out of? I saw some stat. Like he's pulled out of like five fights in the last Yeah, because you pulled out of him. <laughs> oh, Oh wow, that's wow, that's violence, violence. Yeah. All right, yeah. So he's pulled out of how many fights? It's kind of silly now. I mean, just even ever since you guys fought, he's just been very disruptive to the division. Really? I mean, he fought Vittori, <laughs> but it was Vittori's fault that he came in at two and five. Yeah, that was, that was Vittori's problem. Uh, he fought Rockhold. I mean, that fight ended up happening. Mm-hmm. He was supposed to fight Ikram, and then things got moved around. Then he was supposed to fight Hamza. Yeah, some people just aren't meant to. They don't know how to come back from from defeat. I guess some people just breaks them. I broke his back, but I broke that man. And yeah, he hasn't been the same since. I guess the air of invincibility he had was uh gone. Um again, you just have to realize you're a human and know how to make ways back to who you are. Does this fight go the distance? 
Ibrahim is a bit of a finisher. Yeah, I'm a guess no, and I'm gonna go this guy because that's that's the layup. But then it's up to him to spoil the party. And yeah, but we'll see. We'll see. Even from what I've seen, you can't base it off highlights. It's it's really hard to just base things off highlights. But then at the same time, there's things that you can tell when you see someone's highlight. Okay, this is interesting. But yeah, if I want to bet, I'm going to go Ikram Alskerov. All right, next fight. Boom. Johnny Walker, the worm versus Ankalaev. Walker has been looking good and consistent ever since teaming up with Coach Kavanaugh. Yep. Because he was the guy, when he first came on the scene, people were like, oh, this is the guy, the next guy to rival John Jones. And he had, because he's so explosive, so crazy. And um, yeah, he had a few L's on the way. He's now finally putting things together after teaming up with Kavanaugh. Yeah, I'm sure they have a solid game plan for this. But also one thing about Walker, I hope he's patient in this fight. Be patient because um, Ankalaev is very methodical, just like mm, A, B, C, D. Um, but Walker, he's unpredictable. Oh, he's also got the reach advantage and stuff, does he? Oh my God. Stick to the jab, bruh. Teep him and stick to the jab, bruh. Yeah, don't rush and be patient because when Walker gets excited, he starts to, even when you hurt him or if you hurt him, don't start swinging crazy. Just just let it come. Find the shots and let it come. Does does uh, ankle have get him to the ground? Yes, he gets him to the ground. But then I think Walker can get back up if he just uses his skills like technique and also his, his advantages, his leverage. Just get to the cage, get back up. But I want to say... Does the fight go to the distance? Nah, I want to say Walker stops him. Woo! Hot take! Um, Yeah, it's a hot take. But again, I'm crazy. So I want to go Walker stops him. And I'm going to pick Walker in this fight. Again, Uncle Live is... He's, he's, he's very credible, legitimate, but... uh, I just feel like with a good coach like Kavanaugh in your corner, you're consistent now. It's starting to show you in your body of work. I feel like he can get it done. He can get it done if he just stays patient and just find the shot. Or let him make a mistake and capitalize. Yeah, I'm going to go walk in this fight. All right, for the co-main, there was balance in the middleweight division when the last Starbender was champion. Everything changed when the hillbillies attacked. <laughs> Dragons thought he was sitting pretty as the number one. Did I not say? Contender. Did I not say? I told you, I said, you don't know how the UFC works. You're new here, kid. Just know your role. So he thought, oh, I've got the number one spot, of course. Like, <laughs> you don't know how business runs in the deserts of Nevada. Things happen there. You can't sit pretty. So again, now the winner of this is number one shot. What was your initial reaction? I was excited. I was like, ooh, balls on Kamaru. I was just like, yes. I, I know he can get it done. And I'm pretty sure he's going to get it done. Even on 10 days, 11 days notice, I'm pretty sure he's going to get it done. Because Kamzat was training for the striker who he would have taken down easily at the end of the first, second or third round. But now he's fighting a credible, super credible wrestler as well. Who has like the highest takedown defense in the welterweight division, I believe. And they've been barking like back and forth for a little bit as well. They've been barking back and forth for a little bit. So yeah, there's a little bit of spice to this fight as well. Yeah, being in the gym, you stay ready. So you don't have to get ready. So Kamaru, he's always in shape. He's always ready to go. That's beautiful. Kamaru's first three round fight since 2018. That's another, it's like, everyone wants to be champ. Until you have to like train for five rounds, not just like train for three rounds. You have to train for five rounds. So that means another extra two rounds when you're already dead. But yeah, three rounds for Kamaru. Kamaru's got the gas. He can go. He can definitely go. Kamaru's striking is getting way more polished as well. Working with Trevor Whitman, uh, way more polished. Um, and also another X factor that people might not realize, like you see what, you know, homeboy Gilbert Burns was able to do to Hamzat. This is not how MMA math works. Okay. Don't believe MMA math. It's just on the night. Who's the better fighter? Look at this. Alex beat Sean. Sean beat me. I beat Alex. MMA math's crazy. It's M-M-A-T-H-S. Maths. Another um, X-Factor as well, because people want to talk about, you know, Kamaru being old and having injuries. 
He would have might have been in the, in the gym maintaining, but he's not put his body through a grueling one that's going to, you know, break fresh, his body down. Fresh. Fresh, and then three rounds, which he's got the innate cardio for, mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? And yeah, yeah he'll be coming in not as, not, not as beat up. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Also, also, not just the wear and tear on the body, on the, on the, on the, on, on the grind, like when you're working for 12 weeks, nine it's weeks. The mind as well. The mind, like, you get to the point in camp where it's towards the end, you can see the finish line, you just, I'm used to this now, I just know, okay, hold on. I can see the finish line. Don't stumble, don't waver, just focus on the finish line and get there. Just get to fight week. That's what I, and I've been there. So now you just, yo, I'm here. Let's go. Just sprint, sprint to the end. Um, and he knows what he has to do in this fight, um, to get the job done. Kamara, they both go forward. They both go forward. They don't fight going backwards. I don't remember the last time I seen Kamara fight backwards. Maybe a little bit with Leon, but Leon, when he was coming forward, Leon was able to touch him as well. Question. Uh, How do you think Hamza opened up the first round? Nah, I don't think he's going to shoot. Not straight away. I don't think he's going to shoot. Be, test the waters first. Nah, he'll test the waters first. Strike, 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 and then shoot. I think he'll remember the Gilbert Burns fight. And that's the one that made me respect Hamza is the way he fought that fight. He just showed his, his championship medal or his, um, his, like, spirit, his fighting spirit. That's the one that made me go like, okay, this guy, he doesn't just quit. So Hamza can go into the fire and come out. Um, but so can Kamara. That's what makes this fight so exciting. They're both going to go forward. I think once Kamara starts to press Hamza backwards, that's when it's in his favor. But in the beginning, Hamza will just try and impose his energy, his will on, on Kamaru. And Kamaru just has to also stand his ground or raise his level or his intensity higher, whether with the striking, with the wrestling, with the scrambles, whatever it is, match his energy and stay right there or just a little bit higher at certain moments. Um, so you can like swing it to your favor and then like just let him know I'm not going anywhere. It's whoever can break who in this fight is going to win this fight. Rock, it's exciting, man. High oh, pace? Shit. High pace, yeah, definitely. I think it's going to be high pace from, yeah, from the get go. I think it's going to be high pace from the get go. It's not going to. Crazy scrambles? Yeah, crazy scrambles. I see that. Someone's getting dropped. But again, I like Kamaru's jab. He's got a sticky jab. He's got a lovely jab. When he uses it right, boom. He's got long arms too. And Kamaru can touch, man. He's, he's just strong. It's exciting. I'm fucking. Sweating from excitement when I think about this fight. Does this fight go the distance? Mm, I'm going to say yes. That was my initial reaction. That was what my gut was telling me. Yes. But don't be surprised if Kamaru takes Hamza out in the, in the third round. Because Kamaru, I think he can, he's durable. If he, if he survives, I'm going to give it to Kamaru by unanimous. But don't be surprised in the third round if Kamaru takes him out. And again, Hamza, he's just, is is his, his pressure and the way he attacks guys normally, he beats them already, but He's not just attacking anyone now. He's attacking Kamaru, who's vetted, who's who's ch- championship medal. He's got this already. He's fortified in the mind. You can't break this guy, you know, before you get into the cage. You have to try and break him physically. But can Kanzat do it? We'll find out. I don't think so. So I'm going to go Kamaru in this fight, uh, late stoppage or UD. I'm trying to see if Kanzat win this fight. Only way is just because if Kamaru's maybe gas tank wasn't sufficient enough on, on 10 days notice and then... Hamza just, you know, takes over and breaks him down and stuff. Um, can he finish him? Maybe, but we'll see. But who I'm going to go, Kamaru, UD, or late finish. Man, for the main event, event of, of the, the evening. evening. Burn the boats, part two. Fucking burn the boats, light them on fire, let them sink. Alexander Volkanovsky versus Islam Makhachev. This right here is crazy. This is like eight mile. This is eight mile moment. Like... The guy that he felt, Alex felt he beat in his home country, got hard done by with the, with the judge's decision. Um, that moment taken away a bit. And then they call him on 11 days notice and say, yo, rematch. Can you help us out? Can you do this? 
He says, fuck it, let's go. Let's do it. As he likes to say, yeah, this is what fucking legends are made of. This is his eight mile moment. He has nothing to lose. And I honestly believe he's going to do it. I think he's going to finish him because Volk is so smart. He's got a great team around him at Freestyle MMA. When I was watching that fight live, you could see him getting more confident. He just knew like, is this it? And then he just like put it on him. He put it on him. What I'm really feeling is that this is his moment where he does this with the cojones that he does this with and then finishes Mahachev, sends him into a different stratosphere. Everyone has to respect, like, yo, is that dude, Volk is that guy. He knows he can get it done. He, he He's not gonna, even he said it himself, he's not gonna bank on going toe-to-toe -to -toe with this guy. All the stuff before they fought the first time, the anticipation of what he brings, gone out the window. Now he knows what he brings. He's like, oh, I can, this guy can't take me down. He can't keep me down. I get back up and I'll fuck him up. Um, so now he knows what to do and, and he doesn't have to worry about, I need to last with this guy. He's like, nah. Only 11 days, cool. I've been on the couch, cool. And he's fit, so Volk will be better. He's got a fight, fighting spirit, man. You'd be surprised at the power of the human spirit when you when you, when you you put your mind to something. When, when it gets, if, if it gets to the fourth round and fifth round, watch Volk not get tired. I'm telling you, you watch Volk not get tired. Well, I don't think it's going to get that long. I honestly think third round, maybe even second round. But I think third round, Volk's going to finish him, catch him with a shot, drop him, and ground and pound him to a finish. If he submits him, that would be fucking insane. But like... I think Volk's going to catch him in the third round and drop him and finish him. Islam's team is expecting Volk to take more chances early. Maybe not early in the first round. I don't know. Don't quote me on this. I'm not in the fucking group chats. I don't know the game plans and I don't say too much, but I'm just saying this is just what, based on what Volk's already said publicly, but also I know my dog. I know this guy. I know, I know what he, what he brings and I can see he's going to finish this guy in the third round. Or second, late second round. That's just how I feel about this fight. Mahashev and them, they've got a full camp, but they're, they're training for a completely different fighter this time. The guy they've already fought before, who they've beat on paper technically. Also, Volko caught at one point um, in the early rounds. So, but that was when he was a little bit more, like I said, he wasn't sure what he was dealing with. Now he knows what he's dealing with. Yeah, that's, yeah people need to stop sleeping on Islam striking. Just yeah, he's oh, no. Even with Khabib, you know. Out of them two, Islam's got better striking. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've always seen, I've always said that. I've always seen that. Khabib definitely probably better grappling from the work he's done. And I, I don't know. Who knows? I'm not a fucking expert in Sambo, but yeah, I'm excited for this fight. I, I can't wait to lose my mind. I already have this vision in my mind where I just sleep, sleep, sleep. <laughs> I'm excited. This is what makes the UFC great. This is what makes champions like Alexander Volkanovsky. They're great because they, they rise up to occasions when all the odds are stacked against them and they fucking shut it down and shut people up. So official pick of Volkanovsky, third round stoppage.